Hey mama, welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you're here. I am so excited to talk about today. It's a very applicable episode that I'm 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 just praying that it blesses your family in in really big ways. So do you ever wish that your dinner time with your kids are just was just more empowering and engaging and fruitful? If you do, grab your journal, stay tuned in because I'm going to give you seven super easy, easy to implement, yet creative ways to connect with your kids at dinner time. And then also more importantly, be in God's presence. They're super fun. Again, they're easy. And best of all, you're not going to have to be doing all the prompting and getting people to talk during dinner time. They will help you nourish your family's connection and then also grow your relationships with Jesus. These tips will work with all ages, even your teenagers. Even with my teenager, it actually works. Adding them to your dinner time will absolutely transform your mealtime together. But just before we get started, if you haven't joined us yet, I want to invite you personally to our Facebook community. I created it just for you. It is the Rooted Working Mom community. It's a safe place for us to gather, connect, collaborate, be inspired, pray for each other, and really just grow alongside each other as working mamas. The direct link is bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. That's bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. This week, we're going to be sharing our favorite fall recipes. So yummy. So come on over and join us. Also, it's my goal to publish at least one new episode for you every Friday. And I do this for you. I absolutely love to hear from you. And I would like to know what topics you would like for me to cover here on the Rooted Working Mom podcast. You can message me on Facebook or Instagram. You can reach me on Instagram at Cynthia.p.castro. And you can also reach me on Facebook as well. Or you can drop me a an email. And my email is rootedworkingmom at gmail.com. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment 
You were born for such a time as this. All right, here we go. Seven ways to connect with your kids at dinner time and be in God's presence, be in the Lord's presence. So fun fact, did you know that typically families nowadays eat between 6 p.m. and 7.30 p.m.? I actually really didn't know. And I also learned that um, dinner time about 50 years ago was actually earlier. It was between 5 p.m. and 6.30. But now due to work schedules and commuting schedules, kids' sports and other activities, dinner time um, for many of us has shifted later in the evening. And so why why is dinner time as a family so important? I want to give you, I think I have like seven tips or seven benefits rather that um, I adapted from WebMD and then also from my experience. Number one, I'm going to get through these really quickly so I can get to the actual dinner time tips with you. So number one, um, it's research shows that eating dinner together as a family, everyone eats healthier meals, which is great all the way around, right? Great for everyone. Kids are more likely to stay away from alcohol, cigarettes, and other drugs. Absolutely. Anything we can do to, to protect our kids from all those harmful things is something that I'm totally here for. Number three, school grades will be better. So academically, our kids will do better in school. Number four, you and your kids will talk more. So getting kids to open up and talk to you about meaningful things in their life, this is a a prime opportunity for you to do that. Number five, you'll be more likely to hear about a serious problem. Your kids open up more and talk to you again about meaningful things in their life and you get to be the one to help them navigate those things that are really serious or of concern, not not the world. Kids also feel more empowered when we eat together as a family and they also feel like you're proud of them. And so anytime we can instill that sense of value of for who they are around the dinner table it's a prime time to do this number eight eating together builds better relationships with each other and then also with jesus i I can't wait to give you those tips here in just a bit number nine eating together as a family builds a sense of belonging and a better and better self-esteem for our kids so they feel like there's meaning and there's community and there's belonging and helps them feel better about themselves, have more courage, more self-esteem. And then number 10, there's less stress and tension in your home. I'm like, yes, anything we can do to help create an atmosphere that is one of not stress, not tension, but of love and joy and peace, just a great place for your family to live and be together. Those are benefits of eating our meals together. So I hope I've convinced you that if you're not (laughs) carving out the time in this space for your family to eat dinner, that you try to do it. And honestly, we don't, as a family, in our own family, we don't eat dinner every day together, but we try our best to. And the days that we can, we absolutely take advantage of it. I just feel like we've all been there. And I know that before implementing some of these tips that I'm going to share with you, our dinner time was not what I wanted it to be. It was hectic. It was chaotic. It felt very rushed and like transactional, like eat your food, you know, move on to the next thing. It wasn't a pace or rather a, a place of pause and togetherness and it didn't feel empowering. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was creating a space of 
less stress and tension and, and all the benefits that eating together brings us. And so as a working mom, I know that this time together is so precious and that we need it. And we don't get that much time with our kids. And when we do, we want it to be quality time. And so I knew that something needed to change. And so I started implementing these six, I'm sorry, these seven tips. And then they made such a huge difference. Dinner time, any family meal, they're now way more enjoyable for all of us. And most importantly, they strengthen our family bond and our relationship with Jesus. So here's what I want you to do. I'm going to go through the seven tips and then I am going to ask you to figure out which ones would work for you and your family. I I will add that before I started planning for this episode, I asked my kids, okay, boys, what are the rules around dinner time? What are the things we do? What are the things that you like? And so we came up together with these seven tips that I'm sharing with you. Number one, no distractions. That means no phones, no cell phones on the table, and the TV is turned off. Once in a while, if there's like a really critical game on or something that they are really, really excited about, particularly during lunchtime, I will let them mute the TV. But for the most part, no phones and no TV. Number two, no eating before we pray. The only time I let them eat before we pray is if we eat really late at night. And then the only thing that's game for them to eat is their veggies. Eat all the veggies you want, kids. That's our little rule. If you if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, then throw it out. Number three, kids help set the table. And this is most of the time. It's not always... But if they're around and they're available, they help us set the table. So here's kind of where we get into that building relationship with Jesus. So number four, what we do for our meal prayer is we take turns saying the meal prayer. So every meal, there's the meal prayer person, if you will. And one person leads it and they do a memorized prayer. So it could be something like, bless us, O Lord. We also say it in English or Spanish. Sometimes we say Johnny Appleseed prayer. We also have a prayer that's like the ABCDEFG. Thank you, God, for feeding our family prayer. We also say God is good. God is great. Let us thank him for our food. These are prayers that my kids have learned at school, and I want to kind of carry them over to our home. Sometimes they choose to say that our father. And that is like what I call a memorized prayer. And then whoever is the prayer leader, they then say what I call a heart prayer, something that's not memorized. It's something that's on their heart. It could be a gratitude prayer. It could be a thankful prayer. It could be a prayer for one of our friends or family members that um, needs prayer, that might need healing, or somebody at school or one of their friends. So it could be anything that's on their heart. And this is so powerful because you get a glimpse at what is in their heart, and then they learn how to pray out loud and pray for other people. So you're growing that seed in them to grow their healing giftings. We don't really know, like as our kids are growing up, and maybe you do, but for me, I feel like it's a discovery for me, and I'm trying to ask Jesus, 
What are my kids' giftings? How can I grow them? Lord, please show me. So this is a great way to do it. All right, number five, after we do our prayer, we take a moment of giving peace to each other. We actually like raise our two fingers like peace, like you would say like peace out. And then across the table, everybody says peace, peace. And we touch each other's two fingers. And so we make sure that everybody gets peace by everybody. And so it's just a place of connection and really blessing each other. And then in our prayer, we often will literally invite Jesus to have dinner with us. So thank you, Jesus, for this food. We invite you to have dinner with us. I'm teaching my kids to invite Jesus along the life journey with them. And it is so wonderful when I hear my little eight-year-old say, thank you, Jesus, for this dinner. I invite you to have dinner with us. Please try it. It's absolutely incredible. All right. So number six, here's where we get into the like deeper conversation. And I will say if conversation is happening just organically, I won't interrupt it with asking these questions. But if I feel like there's not an organic conversation going on amongst us, then I will implement these questions here. Number six is questions to tell us about your day. There's no interrupting each other as we're talking. So essentially, one person kicks us off and then asks a question about our day, and then everyone takes a turn answering it, and then somebody else asks a new question, and then we all go around the table taking our turn answering it, and then we do that until everybody gets the chance of asking the question. This is super empowering for you and your kids. These are some of kind of the best questions that we came up with as a family that I want to share with you. We do the typical high and low. So like, what is the best part of your day? What's the worst part of your day? Those are typical questions. We like to ask, what made you smile or laugh today? This one's really cool because you can really get deep into your kid's day. And then also, what made you sad or scared today? These are things that are important to really dive deep in with your kids because maybe this is where they talk about a serious problem that they need help with from you as their parent. Another question that we ask is, what is one thing you did today that you are so proud of? Another question is, what's one thing you did to help someone today? So teaching our kids to serve others and to recognize that. What's one thing your teacher, or maybe in our case, our coworker, said to you today? I love this question because I want to know what my kids are remembering from their teachers. Like, what is the th- what are the things that they're actually hearing? This can be super telling about, you know, just things that their teacher says. And then also, what is your child absorbing? Again, what's one thing your teacher said to you today? And it's like, well, what did you remember? (laughs) And sometimes they're like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, take some time and think about it. And then I let them think through that. The last question here is, what's one thing you wish you did today that you actually didn't do, but that you will do tomorrow? This is the question about like, darn, I didn't get this done, but I really want to do it. And I'm going to plan to do it tomorrow. And then there's also kind of some commitment and accountability around it. And um, we get a sense of, what's important to our kids, and what goals they might have. And last but not least, number seven, please take time to laugh and enjoy your time together because this time is so precious, so, so precious. As a recap, really quickly, the seven tips. One, no distractions, no phone, no TV on at the dinner table, no eating before you pray, kids help set the table, take turns saying a meal prayer, 
and pray your heart prayers. Invite Jesus to have dinner with you. Teach your children how to pray out loud. Give peace to each other and then ask those really meaningful questions so we can learn about each other's days. And last but not least, laugh and enjoy your time together. Those are my tips for you. I want you to take some time to really think about what does dinner time look and feel like for you and your family? Does that feel good to you? Does that is that how you want it to be? Or maybe there are things that you can do to maybe tweak the time together to really grow stronger together and invite Jesus to have dinner with you and grow in relationship with him. I want you to know that we are all learning and growing together on this journey of motherhood. I want to encourage you to give these tips a try at dinner time tonight or maybe tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, and come over to our Rooted Working Mom Facebook community and share with us how it's going. The direct link is bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. Dear Jesus, I just pray, I just pray that these tips help the mamas listening today and that you just you you just show your presence at the dinner table, Lord Jesus, and that you help them to have such amazing fun, thriving dinner times together. That you just help to create that space and that time that these families can have together. I hope it blesses you. Thank you for sharing the episodes with other working moms because this is how we get the message out and also for leaving me a written review because by leaving me a written review, more mamas just like you will come across the episode. And what we're going to do over in our Facebook community, the Rooted Working Mom community, I am going to start a thread and we're going to start sharing some amazing fall recipes for us. So if you're if you're wanting some fall recipes, uh, if you need some ideas, come over to our Facebook community and join in the fun there. I'm praying for you as always. Let's pray for each other. God bless. We'll see you soon. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.